With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the jazz queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in. The fun, it is Saturday, March 11th. Can you believe it's already March? March already. Wow. So uh, Saturday, March 11th, 2017. If you would like to join me in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on saxophonist Daniel Chia's picture that was bring you into my blog talk radio show page and below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485 646-716-5485 I welcome your phone calls with questions and or comments for Daniel and let me welcome Joe from Germany in the chat room. Hey Joe, good to see you. Good to see you. All right, my guest today is a saxophonist, Daniel Chia. He is calling all the way from Singapore, where it is 5 a.m. His debut season is <laughs> in the moment, and it was produced, or I should say co-produced, by Daniel and guitarist Paul Brown. Daniel, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hey, Terry. Thanks so much for having me, man. It is my pleasure. Thank you for the interview, and thank you for getting up so early to do this interview. I appreciate it. (laughs) No problem at all. Happy to be here. (laughs) So now, um, tell me a little bit about Singapore and, you know, you're busy being a jazz artist over there. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's great to be in Singapore. You know, it's summer all year round, so we only have one season so that's something <laughs> to be thankful oh, for wow. you know yeah so yeah so I'm happy to be you know playing music here and you know but definitely looking forward to you know traveling and, and definitely coming to the US in the fall this year for my tour so that will be fun mm. as well yeah. oh cool so, so now yeah. you say it's summer year round there what what is the average temperature yeah. in, in is it very humid there uh, yeah, it's very humid. So it's like tropical weather all year round. So mm-hmm. it's very hot and wet, you know. So it's, I love cold weather, you know. So I, I, I like to be, you know, in other countries and all. I guess the, the grass is always green on the other side. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> when I, yeah, yeah, so I enjoy it when I was in, when I was in LA, you know. So nice, cool weather, you know, I always enjoy that. Yeah, but, you know, definitely happy to be here as well in Singapore. Yes, I am a cold weather person myself, um, and I live in Las Vegas, 
And it gets hot here during the summers. I mean, we pass 100, 110, 115 sometimes wow. during the summers. Wow. Yeah. Um, but we have dry heat here. And um, okay. sometimes it can get a little humid, but um, for the most part, it's dry heat. And I want mm. to move to Seattle where it's always raining and cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because we have a lot of, of tourists as well, you know, coming to Singapore. And, you know, they, they love to come here to escape the cold, actually, you know, from Europe, from, from the U.S., you know. So it's interesting, you know, everyone wants, you know, something different, I guess, at, at certain points. Okay, all right. All right, yeah. well, we both prefer the cold weather, so we just have to figure out how we can get that year-round. <laughs> anyway, so um, congratulations to you on your debut release in the moment, um, working with Paul Ooh, Brown with, on that. Yeah, how was yeah. that? Oh, you know, it's really, I would say it's a life-changing experience, you know. I think when I decided to do an album, I was like thinking to myself, I have to give this my best shot, you know. So I decided to hunt down, you know, who was, you know, producing all the albums that I loved, you know, from Bonnie James, Kirk Whaler, Dave Koss, and I realized Paul Brown's name kept popping up, you know. So I decided to, you know, give him, drop him an email and, you know, next thing you know, I was up in LA, you know, recording the film. So, you know, great experience learning from him as well as, you know, all the amazing musicians that were on the album as well. So, really, you know, great experience and, you know, I can't wait for the next album. <laughs> yeah. Now, had Paul heard of you? Um, prior to me emailing him, no. You know, it was okay. just a, a random email, and you know, I, he asked me to send in some of my some of my music, and he gave it a listen, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, he he would love to to work on this That's album." Good. So yeah, so oh mm. wow, good. So what was the conversation yeah. between you and Paul in terms of what you wanted in the moment to to sound like? Yeah, I think uh, we had a lot of correspondence before I, I went to LA, you know. So I think we spoke a lot about what an album should be like. So I think Paul was very clear that, you know, a live performance and, a, and an album has to be, you know, slightly different, you know. So I think what he, I remember very clearly him telling me, you know, like people want to feel good listening to the album, not trying to decide like how amazing a saxophonist you are, you know, how complicated the lines you can play, you know. So I think from the start, he made it very clear, you know, to me that, you know, with all the songs that I have and that we co-wrote together, you know, it has to be songs that just felt good, you know, groovy and let people feel good, you know, instead of, you know, playing a thousand notes and trying to, write complicated songs, you know. So I think that really rocked off on me, especially for the songs that I haven't I haven't completed at that time, you know, to remind myself that, you know, it just has to have a good groove and, and make people feel good. You know. So I think we right. were spending time, you know, sending uh versions of the songs, you know, back and forth, you know. Some songs he would listen and he's like, nah, I don't feel it's it's good for this album, mm. you know. So okay. I'm there to soak it up like a sponge, you know. If he makes a comment, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make sure I'll listen and work on it, you know. So 
yeah, I think for a good two months, you know, leading up to the album, we were sending over, you know, demos and he will feedback. And he would send me even some, some of the grooves that he thought were nice, you know, that were incomplete, you know, and then we, we carry on working on songs from there. You know, so I think definitely in the moment, the overall vibe was, was it, of it was to make sure, you know, it was tunes that, you know, let people feel good and able to convey that message, you know. So, yeah, I'm definitely really happy with the way it, it, it turned out as well. Okay, now when you were looking for a producer, were you looking both yeah. in Singapore and the U.S.? Yeah, I started looking in Singapore, but, you know, I I just couldn't find anyone who who knew this new smooth jazz well, you know, because mm. the funny thing is in the whole of Singapore, I'm the only one across... Oh, I'm losing you. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, b- barely. I'm getting a lot of static. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there there isn't anyone thing wrong with you know produce this album, you know. So I decided to, you know, why limit yourself to Singapore, you know? So I decided to, you know, look for the best producer. So. Yeah, so that's yeah. I came across Paul Brown and I was like, you know, really excited to be able to work with Okay. Um I'm sorry, Daniel, but you're going in and out yep. and I'm getting a lot of static. Okay. I don't know if it's on okay, that's a little better. Okay, better. You there? Okay. Let me go to a song, and let's see if we can work out the connection here. All right, I'll start with um, Callie Style. I am talking to saxophonist Daniel Chia from Singapore. Um, His debut release is called In the Moment, and I'm going to start with track number one. This is called Callie Style.
right, that is the new single released off of Daniel Chia's debut release called In the Moment, and that is called Cali Style. Daniel, you're back with us. Yeah, I'm here. All right, much better, much better. All right, so Joe had a comment about the song. Um, He says, I like his sax playing. He has a very nice flow, and that sounds absolutely effortless, even if there are many years of hard work to develop such good sound. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so before um, we had the static problem, you were talking about how <laughs> you are really the only saxophonist in Singapore that is kind of in the jazz scene there. That was going to be my next question, but since I missed oh. part of your answer, would you mind repeating that? <laughs> sure, yeah. So I think you were asking, you know, if I considered recording in Singapore, you know, so there isn't really a smooth jazz scene. We have quite a few musicians who play straight ahead jazz, but I'm the only musician who is doing smooth jazz, you know. So it's not a very uh, mature scene for smooth jazz here. You know, that's why I decided to look to the USA and and in the end, you know, uh, working with Paul Brown. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, how long have you been playing smooth jazz there and how, how are you being received? Um, I've been doing, I, maybe the past two to three years, I've decided to start doing more gigs as a solo artist doing smooth jazz, you know, so I think it's, it's been, it's been great, you know, uh, I think people in general, they love smooth jazz, you know, just that it's not something that they hear on the radio here, you know, because we Mm. don't have a sync station that, that plays jazz or smooth jazz. You know, it's mm. usually all talkies, you know. So it's something that, you know, I think hopefully with me doing more shows, it will expose more people to, to smooth yeah. jazz, you know. Be- if not, they, they won't normally listen to it, you know. But I think it's a very accessible art form in that sense, you know. If people are at a show and they listen to it, I don't think many of them will dislike it in that sense, you know. So I'm hoping to be able to, you know, keep doing more shows and, and, and you know, sharing this music with, with more people, yeah, in Singapore and in Asia, you know. So yeah, it's gonna be okay. exciting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, um on in the moment, you're working with artists yeah. both from Singapore and the US? Um, no, there aren't any musicians in from Singapore. It's all from the US and worldwide actually. Yeah. Okay. So it's a very collaborative album. Yeah. Oh. All right. Pretty good. And I understand I read that during your crowdfunding campaign to raise money for the C D, you raised ten thousand yeah. dollars in less than twenty four hours. Yeah, so that was a interesting experience because I actually started the the crowdfunding campaign after I came back. You know, so a lot of people raise the money before they record the album, but for me actually I used it more as a, just a medium to be able to connect with people, you know, to be able to offer special rewards that would not normally be offered. You know, so I used Kickstarter, but actually it wasn't so much a fundraising as a, you know, like a pre-order campaign. So actually during the crowdfunding period, I I offered limited edition wooden thumb drives instead of the CD, 
you know, as a limited two hundred fifty one, you know, to be able to just offer something more unique through the Kickstarter, you know. So it's been great, you know. I had a great response from friends, family, and and music lovers, you know. So it was it was an interesting experience, and yeah, I'm glad it, you know, there was strong support for the album right from the start. So eventually, yeah. I, I to raise about $16,000, you know, which which was great, you know, and went a long way to, you know, um, being able to cover some of the costs for the recording. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations to you on that. <laughs> now, um, so, I am looking at the song list on the CD, and each song mm-hmm. has a quote um, with it, and I play oh, yeah. Cali Style. So first, tell me about the mm-hmm. song Cali Style. Uh, Kelly Style is just, you know, one of the songs that, you know, just makes, I think will make people feel good and just groove to the music, you know, and uh, I named it Kelly Style, you know, to, you know, to share and remind myself also about the experience of recording in LA, you know, just really great vibes. I loved every minute of, you know, being there, you know, and that's the type of feeling I, I want to, you know, share with people who listen to, to Kelly Style, yeah. Okay. And the quote under that says, get out into the sun, feel all that's great around you. So that's a great way to um, uh, add a quote to that song. Yeah, perfect. Now, um, I have a couple of reviews that I would like to read. I'm going to start with Ronald Jackson from the smoothjazzride.com. He says, in part, young saxophonist Daniel Chia from Singapore shows here on his debut release in the moment that he may well be one of those who takes up residence inside that sea jazz house since passing through its doors. Um, Now, uh, he says, also, I think we have yet another promising artist who brings his formidable talents and perspective from a faraway land to enrich this land with new and vibrant brilliance and color. Welcome, Daniel Chia, by grabbing a listen to this handsome piece of work. And you can read the full review there on the smoothjazzride.com. So that was a really nice um, review that he wrote up on you, actually, as well. Uh, Pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good there. So I'm going to let you pick the next song, Daniel. Hmm, the next song. I think the second song on the album called Retro. You know, that really brings some old school, old school vibes, you know, and it's a really, you know, lively tune. So, you know, I, I hope the hope the listeners enjoy that song. Okay. And the quote on the CD for Retro, remembering the past and embracing the future. All right. This is Retro.
That was Retro from Daniel Chia's debut release in the moment. Um, Ali said it's hard. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not Ali, but Joe from Germany said it's hard to remain seated while listening. <laughs> now, did you have a hard time picking a single, a first single to release? It was it was very tough. <laughs> it was very tough. We had I had many people inputting on, you know, what they felt was good, and <laughs> it was tough, you know. But I think. Uh, I think Kelly's style, you know, really represented me uh, well. You know, I think it, it it featured the type of vibe that I would love to share with people, you know. And and Retro would most likely be the second single, you know. So I mm-hmm. think, you know, releasing the three singles, I think, would all three songs would sum up, I think, me as an artist very well, you know. So, yeah, I just mm-hmm. hope that, you know, people the song from you know all three singles that we are planning to to release you know and you know hopefully get the album and then enjoy all all 10 collectively i think they're all unique in their own way you know i i think uh the different songs there that you know bring out a different vibe you know so yeah just uh, excited to share you know it's really hard to choose out of 10 you know <laughs> so right right yeah, but, and it looks like you kept Carl Burnett busy on this track. He played guitar, bass, keys, and drums. Yeah, yeah. So he's someone who works with Paul, works with Paul a lot, you know. So uh, Paul sends me this track, and that that Carl already started on, you know. So I, I really love this groove, you know. So we we finished up the song together, you know. So you know, really really happy with with this track. Mm, okay, uh, Joe wants to know: Is ten, tenor sax your main instrument? Yeah, tenor sax is my main instrument, and I play soprano sax on two tracks on the on the album. Yeah, so main main voice on on the saxophone will be on the tenor saxophone. Okay, all right. The next song I'm going to play is called Tender, and I want to Mm. read what Ronald said about this song. Mm. Um, (laughs) He said, this debut album, most of which was either written or co-written by Chia, is diverse in mood, ranging from the high-stepping up-tempo retro to the (laughs) mid-tempo suave life's a beach to a couple of sweet and low offerings and brimming with solid talent and musicianship. Of the most impressive tracks here to me, one that clearly snatched my attention is his bluesy, soulful, and romantic tender, which demonstrates his grasp of the feel and depth of this kind of groove. Tell me about tender. Uh, Tender is something that I was, you know, I always told myself if and when I recorded an album, I needed to have a nice, slow ballad, you know, because I love ballads. Even when I grew up learning jazz and, you know, um, old school jazz, um, I always loved to play standards, you know. I, I love all the amazing, you know, jazz saxophonists who could play a ballad well, you know. So I knew I, so I wrote this song specifically, you know, it was almost like a, a lifelong dream, you know, to write a, a great ballad and have a, a great band playing it, you know, so, yeah, I think I wrote it in, in perhaps like five or ten minutes, you know, it just came oh. very naturally, you know, I guess it was all built up from years of, you know, loving ballads, you know, and it was an interesting choice, actually, because 
um, we usually try to keep the songs on the album to to about four minutes, you know, four and a half minutes maximum. But Tender is actually six minutes and twenty seconds, mm-hmm. you know, which is mm-hmm. quite unheard of to put on the album, you know. So when we, after we recorded it, Paul was like, hmm, six minutes twenty, that might be a issue, you know. But you know, when we heard it back on the on the speakers, we were like. Okay, we're gonna keep it no matter what. It just feels good, you know. So we're not gonna care what people say. <laughs> we're gonna leave it on, you know, untouched, you know. So this is one of the songs that, you know, I really enjoy playing live as well. You know, it, it just um brings out this emotion that I really wanna share, you know. So yeah, I'm glad you you like it as well. And Ronald definitely, you know, I think. You know, not many people give this song a lot of love, you know, so <laughs> I'm glad to <laughs> share it on our show, yeah. All right, this is Tinder from Daniel Chia's debut release, In the Moment.
very nice track. Very nice. That is Tender from Daniel Chia's debut release, In the Moment. And I had posted in the chat room, I said, nice track. And Joe's response was, yes, very nice. It's really hard to decide which of the three tracks I played so far he likes the most. You know how to play both up-tempo and ballad. Very nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, very nice. That was that was a beautiful song. I liked. I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed that a cool, lot. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So I want to read another review. This one is from sure. PhaseGlobalRadio.com, and it says, mm. "If your ears want to hear some of the best and funkiest smooth jazz around, then Daniel Chia will delight you with his awesome debut album." It's a soulful, funky, and energetic album showcasing his um, Daniel saxophonist Daniel Chia as he serves up his brand of smooth jazz and confirming him as one of the hottest, fresh artists on the jazz music scene. And that was from FaceGlobalRadio.com. You can read that full, full review there. Very nice. Now, yeah, uh, really. Daniel, you are classically trained. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, I grew up learning piano from from a young age, actually. You know, so I learned classical piano, and after that, I also uh, learned classical saxophone. You know, when I was uh, younger, so you know, I think that really gave me a good foundation for for music. You know, and then I progressed on to the jazz and pop, and then. You know, now in um, just focusing on smooth jazz, you know. But I guess, you know, my playing would be a mix of all the the influences that I've had over the years. You know, I just can't see the saxophone playing classical music. <laughs> I can't picture that. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one. It's not really for me, you know, I'm glad I learned it when I was young and was exposed to it. It's interesting, you know, because it, in general, the, the saxophone was created very late, you know. So uh, when whenever the saxophone is playing, for example, music by Bach or Mozart or, you know, it's, it's adapted for, for the saxophone, you know. So maybe that's why, you know, it doesn't always sound like it sits perfectly you know, but I guess it's it's it's, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Now I read that you've played with Peter White and DW three. Where was this at? Yeah, actually, uh I when I was recording my album, you know, so one of the nights I think um Paul asked me if I wanted to head down to the E Sport Lounge, you know, to to check out the band and he was going to um sit in with, with the guys of DW3 so I was like sure I'll love to head down as well and he was like oh, just bring your horn you know and yeah and he uh, you got up on stage and then I, I played a tune or two I think I played two tunes with them you know and then Peter White came on stage and I think Jakim Joyner as well you know mm. so we and we played one song to, to close out the night you know so that was a great experience you know I mean I've been listening to these guys for for a long time, you know, so and to be able yeah. to share the stage and you know on the fly, it was it was definitely a really amazing night. Yeah, so that was fun. And they're all good musicians, um, but DW3, they are a party band and they are so good. Yeah. They are so good. Yeah. Yes, really good. You know, everyone has a good time. 
you know, when they're performing, you know, and that's that's a great sign, I guess, you know. Yes, yes, definitely. All right, so now, um, are you going to be in the States this year to perform? Yeah, I'm actually in the midst of planning my, my tour uh, for the fall, so I'll only be able to come up from about probably September onwards, you know, so... But definitely looking forward to it, you know. And I actually, I was just talking to Paul Brown earlier today, you know. So I'm going to probably do some uh, shows with him uh, for his Jazz Diego um, concert that he does every year, you know. So, yeah, we were just discussing that. And I'm definitely going to be up there later this year, you know. I'm just looking forward to playing, you know, just as many shows and meeting as many new people and, and, you know, spreading my music. So definitely looking forward to that. Okay, great, great. Well, I think I have kept you long enough. It's, what, almost 6 a.m. there now? So (laughs) I'll let you go. (laughs) So you can get some sleep, some rest. Um, Let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Sure. Um, I'm at Daniel Chia Official on both Instagram and and Facebook, you know, and, and you can check out my website at com. You know, the, the album is, is available for pre-order, you know, and will, and it will be out on, on 3rd April. So really excited about okay. that. Okay, cool. And then yeah. uh, Twitter and Instagram? Uh, Instagram is at DanielChowOfficial as well, but on Twitter is at DanielChowSex. Yeah. Got so it. That's All right. Look. Cool. All right, so um, one more question from Joe. He wants to know, so how does the music scene in Singapore look like? Only private gigs or do, or do you play in clubs or hotels? Yeah, we have only a handful of jazz clubs, you know, so it wouldn't be enough for, you know, a musician to just play at those clubs and, and, and support themselves in that sense. So for me, I, I play... You know, I, I like to say yes to any gig possible, you know, so mm-hmm. I do a lot of private functions. I, I do weddings, I do, you know, events and, you know, I just keep myself busy and try to say yes to, to every gig in, in every genre, you know, also because okay. I, I really enjoy all types of music and that, that you know, it, it helps to, you know, to keep it interesting and definitely helps to, you know, make, um, keep my you know lifestyle up as a as a professional musician and, yeah. and bring in you know some stability you know in that sense so yeah it's been it's been great in singapore okay i was going to ask you if you were playing in um, other genres um, other than jazz when you accept you know the different gigs but that's good that you you know yeah. you have that versatility and and um you know, yeah you're you're willing to do that and not just stick with the smooth jazz but that well you know that's yeah. too bad that the jazz scene there the smooth jazz scene there is is not really um conducive <laughs> to your career and your playing but like you said you know you're the only one there doing it and you know you can yeah. it's an opportunity for you to really open that's up true. the doors you know for the listeners there and uh turn them yeah, into some really sure. good music yeah definitely now are you are you like um, in Singapore? Is, is anybody interviewing you, or kind of like you know giving you exposure for your to your music? Uh, not really, because there isn't yeah. a single radio station that will play my music, you know. So, 
uh, I think I have some magazine or online uh, articles out, you know, but yeah, I know it's been, everything has been great, you know, worldwide, you know, so I do have some support yeah. here, but you know, it's so tough for them to support something that they're unfamiliar with, you know, so I think it will take time, mm-hmm. you know, for them to, you yeah. know, for me to play more shows and, and spread my music here and, you know, I just introduce people to this music before I think, you know, you can gain some traction, you know, so it's a, it's an interesting situation over here now, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think probably, too, the more you play here in the States, um, then people will take more notice of you in Singapore, you know, and yeah. maybe then, yeah. um, you know, they'll come around. It's, it's sort of like the artist here. Paul, you, you've heard of saxophonist Paul Taylor? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he lives here in Las Vegas, but he very rarely plays here. Very rarely <laughs> plays here. Um, and, you know, right. he's traveling all over the country playing, but he very rarely yeah. plays here. And I, I don't understand that. I guess they think he's overexposed or whatever. But So I think, mm. you know, maybe that's what has to happen with you. You have to play more outside yeah. of Singapore yeah. and more in the States to get the recognition there in Singapore. Yeah. Which yeah. makes no sense, yeah. you know. I see Exactly the plan. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, just do as many shows. And especially in the US where, you know, there's so many people who love smooth jazz, you know. So I, yeah. I knew from the start like that's where I wanna be, you know, this year, you know, just playing as many shows and, and we'll see what happens in Singapore, you know. But right. you know, the world is so huge, you know, and I just wanna be able to travel to as many countries and places to, to perform. Yeah. And you've got a good connection with Paul Brown. You know, you've already mm. played with um, Peter White and, and DW3, and you know, I'm sure they're, you know, they'll keep you in their minds when they're looking for a saxophonist yeah. as well. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, so we'll yeah see it'll happen. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for the interview. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks so much for having me. It's great, you know, to be able to share, you know, the stories and, and the music, you know, so really glad to have yeah. been here. All right. I want to close the show with another song from In the Moment. What would that be? Hmm. I think um, the last song of the album is called Grace, you know, and I think it was a great way to, to close up the album. You know, I think it's a very reflective song, you know, just, you know, helping us to, you know, realize that we're really privileged to be, you know, doing what we enjoy, you know, and that's a, a message I, I wanted to close off the album with. So it might be a great song for <laughs> for the end of this segment. All right. I will definitely close it with Grace. Thank you again, <laughs> Daniel. It has been my pleasure speaking with Thank you. So um, congratulations to you again on this release and much continued success Thank to you. you. Thank you so much. Hope to be able to, you know, be on your show again down the road, you know. Yes, definitely. When you release that next cool. CD, let me know. Definitely. <laughs> cool. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a great morning. Get some rest. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. 
All right, that saxophone is Daniel Chia. Bye. Um, his debut release is called In the Moment, and you'll find it on his website, DanielChiaOfficial.com. It's also on Amazon, so definitely check that out. Thanks to Joe and Ollie for hanging out in the chat room. I'm going to close the show with Grace. The quote under this song on the CD says, We are blessed with so much that is undeserved, unmerited, and unearned. Amen to that. Amen to that. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with me, your host, and I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. This is Grace. Thanks again, Daniel. Bye, everyone.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.